When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, welcome back. It's five minutes past five. Andrew, gaze into the last half an hour yes. of your working year for 2022 oh, and with how? SEN. Yes. You've no, got other got, commitments. Got the commentary commitments ongoing. You're a commercial and of course, the, animal. The jump on Wednesday nights. I won't be there this Wednesday. I've got a uh, engagement in a state. So Double I won't be Double booked, but um, how good was Lucy Zelich? Is she uh, coming through loud and clear on the forty weeks temper? Figure out a way just to not sit on the fence so much and just <laughs> tell us what she really feels. Then I think she's got a long way to uh, a very bright future. But no, nah, she's uh, she's great and very passionate. Loves the game, and that's uh, why we got her on because she's passionate. But it's not just beyond that. It's not just stupid passionate. It's there is some logic no, there's behind thought behind it. What she's saying. So it's not always well the case. Um, we are here for robot building supplies. Robots got it. And Berwick BMW pre owned vehicles ready for immediate. Mm. And that the means only, instantaneous delivery. Getting back to this A League and their decision to sell their quickly because we've got an important guest on the line. Well, just on that, because maybe before we end, we could uh, finish it off. But uh, it's not, they are getting a, a, a very healthy return a for nice it. A nice check. Yes. And it's not unique to the A League. There are other. There are other leagues throughout the world. The AFL. Hey, is without money, channel. you got no league. So the, I can understand it's a balancing act in there somewhere. But I do appreciate Lucy's comments, and I hundred percent agree with it. That it is a, a, a bit of a kick in the guts for the fans. Indeed, it is. Let's get to Chad Sayers because uh, we've just seen the we're on air because the West Indies couldn't manage to take the uh, test match, the second test against the Aussies to a fifth day. The man, a man who was in the house calling it all for SEN cricket, a former superstar uh, in his own right, is Chad Sayers. Chad, thanks for giving us uh, your afternoon or a few moments of your afternoon, uh, but a bit of a shame that we're not all still watching the game. Hey, boys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it is, uh, Josh. Um, the West Indies obviously didn't put up a great fight, did they? And as we've seen so many times over the last few years, the Australian dominance with the pink ball, um, they just blew him out of the water from day one, and there was no coming back from the West Indies. And on that, Chad, because we've had a few calls, and everyone um, not all that positive about the West Indies team and the fight that they put up, particularly in that second test. But is it being a bit disingenuous to the Australian team and what they're capable of doing? Because they they didn't put a foot wrong uh, by and large throughout the two tests. Uh, should we discredit? the West Indies more than we credit the Australian team? Oh, I think credit goes to the Australians. And we know how good they've been over the last decade, really. And their pace attack, they lose two. Two more come in and, and show how good they are. Um, Australia's batting. West Indies just couldn't do anything to get them out. Could they? Manus just loves batting. We saw Travis Head, how good was it to see him get 100 in his hometown. But... I think the West Indies are a bit dismal at the moment, Gazy. Mm. Um, they've got no match winners. Um, you couldn't see where they were getting a wicket from, and there was no partnerships with the bat. So they've got a lot of work to do moving forward. Uh, Chad, we, we heard from uh, Jared Whateley, who was on uh, his own show as a guest, uh, as a matter of fact, talking about the such has been the performances from uh, from Scotty Boland and Michael Nisa that perhaps the pecking order 
in the Australian uh, seam attack may have changed. What's your read on 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 our, I guess, our embarrassment of riches when it comes to our fast bowlers? Yeah, I don't think um, anything will be changing if uh, the big three are fit, uh, Jenko. But um, it just shows how good our um, bowling stocks are, doesn't it? When you can bring two blokes in who haven't played for Australia for over a year and they just show their dominance um, as they do in shield cricket. So it's handy to have uh, blokes like that and that's what makes a good side, doesn't it? So I'm sure it's the same with the batting. If if one of those go down, another will step up. So what you're telling me is if everyone's fit and firing, uh, Scotty Boland, who's, who has some of the greatest uh, averages and figures you've ever seen, as well as Michael Nisa, will have to miss out in Brisbane? Or will what's Josh Hazelwood's status? Is there a chance that those two guys with a fully fit lineup will I think have to Hazelwood's miss out? out? I think Hazelwood's out. Still uh, Hazelwood's been, he has been ruled out of this first test against Africa. So one of uh, Boland or Nessa will play unless they bring Lance Morris, who's in the squad as well, who bowls over 150. So oh. um, another bloke who who set the world on fire as well if he did get a chance. But um, it's just, the, I guess, the sport, isn't it? You would have known when you're playing footy, you can be in form and find yourself in the two. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just as long as you, you perform and you get the chance and uh, keep your name in front of the selectors. Who would you pick as the you know, Hazelwood's out? Who would you put in there between uh, Boland and Nisa? Because Nisa's a, a Queenslander, so will that give him the edge? Or what's how would you go about it? Yeah, it'd be great to see him get a chance in front of his home ground and in his condition he knows so well. But um, I think Scotty Boland, we saw, saw the impact he had on on day three in, in the, under the lights, three wickets in an over. It's unheard of in test cricket. And um, he just, everything happens when he's got the ball in his hand. So I, I assume he'll get the nod um, ahead of Michael Nessa. And what about the, the, the during that second test? It all, all sort of blew up for reasons that we don't like talking about, and that is, of course, David Warner with his agent uh, James Erskine oh, coming geez. out with a few little, uh, a um, few little revelations. Well, little. they're probably not that little, but uh, since then, I think David Warner's tried to squash them a, a little bit. But his form has been not great, I guess, not necessarily terrible, but not great. Do you think that this is weighing on him even now that he's made the decision not to go ahead and appeal his uh, his life ban? What do you make of all that and the impact it's having on him? Yeah, it probably wasn't great timing, was it, for his manager to come out and say what he did? And he has been struggling a little bit, but we know we saw glimpses, I guess, in the in the second test of, of what he can do. And I'm sure against the attack of South Africa, he'll um, be back to his best. He loves the contest and and loves um, playing playing test cricket at his best. So I'm sure he'll get back. But yeah, not ideal. Um, I'm sure he just wants everything to be behind him now and obviously coming to the end of his career and he just wanted to play free spirit cricket. Hey, hey just on uh, outside with the BBL, we've got all that coming up as well. Indeed. And the news, news that uh, Steve Smith, I believe, is going to be, has been signed. Now to me, from the outside looking in, it looks like he's played this beautifully and a few extra shillings will jump <laughs> into the uh, into the bank account. Um, what do you make of all that that's gone on and, and the BBL and the, the relationship now with Steve Smith coming back in, it, it, that can only be a positive, can't it? Yeah, you want your best players playing um, in the best competition for domestic cricket, don't you? And if he can play one game, if he can play five games, I'm sure the, the Australian crowd and the people who go to the cricket will want to see him batting in the magenta for the Sixers. So um, I'm all for it. Obviously, the paycheck wouldn't be um, as big as the other players you'd hope. Um, only playing a few games, but um, yeah, you want your best players playing, and 
seem to be playing for the Sixers is great. Uh, Chad, mm. we've uh, got the uh, Proteas uh, incoming. What what can we expect from? It's been a little while, I think, since we've seen them on our uh, on our shores. What can we expect from South Africa? Because typically they are absolutely a, a powerhouse, particularly in, in in Test cricket. Yeah, that's that's right, Josh. And they're sitting second in the World Test uh, Championship at the moment behind the Aussies. So it's a one v two and. As the Aussies do, South Africa have a really good pace attack. They bowl fast. Um, Rabada, Nortik and Jensen all bowl above 140. So Australia's batters are going to have it cut out for them. They won't get it as easy as they did against the West Indies. So that's going to be a great contest. And um, yeah, it's going to be a tight contest, I think. So a lot better cricket than we've seen. And you speak of better better cricket and uh, the attendances. It looked uh, it wasn't too bad, I guess, in... Adelaide, but um, overall, uh, has it been a bit down on what they would have expected? Oh, definitely in Perth was disappointing, wasn't it? When you're getting crowds of 8,000, 9,000 to a test match and watching your country play, we all know, uh, I guess 10, 15 years ago, everyone was ready to go and you couldn't wait to go watch Australia play. But now it's a little bit disappointing to see low crowds. But as you said, Adelaide turned it on, Gazy out the back was electric, it was party atmosphere. Josh would have been down there a few times when he was on the Crows list. And, um, oh, a few stubbies. It's a great, great scene, isn't it? So um, the cricket was definitely back in Adelaide, mate, and the crowds were there. So nothing nothing to see here? You just think that that's a, a little glitch that we had in Western Australia? Or do you They're think not happy a, with us, the West Australians, a, a bit cricket of, team. Well, no, of course not, because not of what happy. we did to the coach. But um, do, do you think that there is a, still some fundamental issues that they need to address, or is that just a little aberration and we just uh, move on, nothing to see here? I think it's just nothing to see here. I guess the oppositions, uh, everyone knew they probably weren't going to be uh, a great contest for Australia. So um, they probably just didn't turn out in numbers. Hey, uh, Chad, uh, now you're not going to, if you were a keen BBL uh, fan, as many are, you won't miss a ball of the BBL season uh, here on SEN thanks to Big Bash Nation. And you're a part of the call team uh, calling alongside Miles Fitzner, I think, on Wednesday night as. Uh, a lot of the season gets underway. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, now, I know you've got a, a, a preference or a leaning toward the uh, SA teams, and you're probably uh, keen on Adelaide's chances. But overall, which team should we, should we be on the lookout for uh, in the uh, in the BBL this year? Well, you can never go past the Perth school, which is Kenya. They always produce a great list, and they always uh, produce the goods, don't they? They're the running premiers for a reason, but... I think Hobart might be a little sneaky chance. I like the coaching staff of the SA boys of Jeff Fawn, Darren Berry and um, Robbie Castle. They've got themselves a good list and some good imports as well. So um, they're going to be my second pick for the tournament. Beautiful. We love it, Chad. Uh, enjoy uh, each and every game. You're going to be on the call every single game for the uh, home games for the Adelaide Strikers alongside Miles Fitzner on the uh, Big Bash Nation. So good luck with that and thanks for giving us a few minutes. No, no worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Well done, Chad. Beautiful. There's uh, Chad Sayers. Don't miss a ball of BBL 12 by tuning into Big Bash Nation right across the SEN network. Can't wait for that. The Big Bash is, uh, I, I know I know a little bit of the gloss has come off, Gazy, but it's still a very, very exciting uh, commodity and product and something that's great. Mm. You know, go home after a long day. What's on the telly? Big Bash is on. What's on the radio? The Big Bash mm. is on. You can just go and consume some when you want to. No, well, that's true. I think it's got a little bit more work to do. Uh, I think that we've seen a decline and when it first came out, and I think Steve Smith coming back in to have a 
profile name in there will add a, a bit more interest. But it, I, I'm really curious to see what happens uh, with the Big Bash this season because let, let's be honest, I'm, it's it's the reality of it is mm. it's not pulling the numbers that it once did, and uh, hopefully we can see a turnaround and can pick up. I like it. Wise words from a wise man, and now uh, it's time for a little sports bet action. <laughs> 